beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week at Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Ayana. Hey, Kayla. How are you feeling? I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm tired, but you good. I'm, I'm tired good. too, girl. But I'm you know good. what? We pushing through and we making it. Because we have a guest. We have a guest. So as y'all can see, we are back in our guest episode space, our second home, and you all can finally meet who it is that we can attribute all of this to this beautiful space that y'all have been asking about and saying that it is so pretty. So meet Mariah. Woo, woo, Hi, Mariah. Woo, woo, woo. Hi. Oh, y'all are so cute. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Right. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm Looking feeling really good. good. Looking good. Thank you. Come on, makeup. <laughs> okay. Y'all so sweet. Thank okay, you. so we have to tell the people how we got connected, Mm -hmm. like how this all came to be Mm -hmm. um, before we get to tell them about this beautiful space that we're in and what you have created. Um, So I could start just with like the background. I found Soulful Cafe. That's where we're at. Soulful Cafe. I found on Instagram and I was like, oh, this place is super cute. It's really (laughs) cool. And at the time we were looking for someone that we could partner with for like guest episodes mm-hmm. since we filmed out of my home I was like yeah we can't be having like right. just random people coming to my home <laughs> so I was like yeah we need to find like a good space and stuff had like failed through I don't know if we told you that yeah. when we came mm-hmm. the first time but like stuff had failed through it just nothing was working and then when I saw this space I was like I wonder because I saw you like you hosted events and all yeah. of that here too. So I sent it to them, to them and then yeah, we ended up here. So um, I'm just really grateful for that opportunity. But Me I'll too. let give you a chance to like speak on how it all came yeah. together on your end too. Man, I feel like it was divine. Like I told y'all when I first met you, because I had just put in the atmosphere like I would love for someone to come in here and host their podcast out of here, and I was like. It has to be the right one, though. You know, it has mm-hmm. to be the right type of podcast. And so I think we posted something that a lot of people got traction to. Of course, negativity always comes mm-hmm. about. But we got you guys out of it. And so when you reached out, I researched um, and I was like, okay, I like these girls. You know, let's let's bring them in. Let's see what's going to happen. And then when y'all came in, everybody was so welcoming. Like, I being from Chicago, you know, some people are really kind of mean and I'm a yep. you know mm. and I'm a spiritual person so I'm mm-hmm. just like if the energy is not right in 10 seconds you gotta go yeah. you know but as soon as y'all came in it was like we knew each other for a long time it and really then, was like right that. Yeah. and the conversation was just flowing and it felt like you said very aligned yeah. like real divine and so it did super grateful that y'all are here and yeah. then when I saw y'all first one I was like oh it's so cute oh it was my made gosh for them. yeah when we had and we, it was so unexpected because when we first came, we weren't 
supposed to be in this room. Right, yeah. exactly. Which is mm-hmm. wild to think. And so mm-hmm. once you had it all set up, we were like, oh no, this is like yeah, perfect. perfect. It one. fits as well. Yeah, too. it does. It, it fits does. As Y'all look so well. comfortable too. I love yeah. it. Because it's, it's look, all attributed to you because yeah. this is so comfy. It just feels like like a home. It like, does. It really does. It does. Yeah. It's the vibe you. we were looking for. Yeah. Oh, look at that. It, it definitely was. was. Definitely the vibe that we were looking for. Yeah. So, I just want you to share a little bit of background, you know, about yourself, okay. like who you are and just a little bit about your journey, like before you created Soulful, like who is Mariah? Okay. Um, what do you want people to know about you? Man, you know what I told myself yesterday in five years when people ask me that I'm gonna bust out in a rap, like <laughs> like in West Philadelphia, you know. <laughs> like Issa. Yes, when she exactly. be in the mirror, yes, like, exactly. right? <laughs> Because I want you to really feel me. No, yeah. But, um, I am Mariah. Most people call me Modi, which is my nickname and also my author name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am from Chicago, from the east side of Chicago, not the avenues. I'm from South Shore. Period. And <laughs> said what she said. Okay. Period. <laughs> um, I grew up very privileged. I thank God for my parents because they worked. They can we cuss? Yeah. They yeah. worked. They asked. Eric was like, please cuss. <laughs> They did their thing. They were really hustlers, like grinders. You know, they they really put um, a great example for my for me. Yeah. But you know, with that hustle, uh, time kind of was not on our side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I really didn't get to spend that much time with them. The love was there. Everything that I needed was there and over. But I just didn't have that time. So I spent a lot of time by myself. I grew up. Uh, only child. And of course, Oof. I had. Come oh, on, you feel the children. Okay. I'm the only child. Both of us, only children. Yep. Wait, that's a whole nother like mm-hmm. segment. Yes. Because it's a syndrome. For it's, real. It's, a it's a syndrome. syndrome. It is. That's great. It makes you different. It really like is. you, you act completely yes. different as an only child, mm-hmm. and the way you connect with yes. people, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that. And it's the only child. You thing. like yearn for that yes. connection. Yes. Because you by yourself. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, so y'all feel me. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is a safe space. Yes. <laughs> um, but so I solid well, okay, a long time didn't really feel like solitude to me. It felt like isolation. And mm-hmm. I was depressed. But I didn't know that I was depressed. I didn't really know that that was the word to coin it as, mm. depression. Yeah. You know, so I kind of just went through, like, just looking for, I would say, a soul tribe, looking for people, you know, yeah. looking for love. And I think that that was, like, an easy target. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, okay, she's she's looking for this. Let me take advantage of her, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of ran into a lot of people that hurt my feelings. And I won't say that I didn't attribute to that because I'm a little spicy thing. So, you know, my mouth is kind of crazy. I lost some people because of that. But, you know, it just, it made me um, have to find an outlet, have to search for an outlet because I just didn't have one. I didn't want to be alone and I was running into like the wrong people. And so I got into writing. Um, I just started writing my thoughts down because there were so many in my head. I was just like, okay, I need to start seeing them because what am I to do with these things, yeah. you know? And so that brought me to college. And when I got to college, I started hearing people talking about depression and therapy and these mm-hmm. type of things. And I'm just like, what is It's what crazy is when you have access to that yeah. information. You start to realize like, oh, so that's what it is. Right. Yeah. That's it's like the more you know. The more, <laughs> the more you know. know. Yeah. For yeah. real. For yeah. real. So I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. This is mm-hmm. what I've been feeling for real. Other people feel this. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So... um, 
I had like an advisor of some some sort, and um, he would tell me that I had chronic depression, and I'm just mm. like, okay, what mm. is that? He kept telling me to go to a doctor, you know, a therapist, whatever. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to sit down and tell anybody about anything because I don't even know what to tell them. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit there. They're gonna look at me, and I'm just gonna start bringing up stuff that probably didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whenever I would say that I was sad to someone, they would be like, "Why you have everything? Like, how mm-hmm. can you be sad?" Mm-hmm. You so know? it's like judgment. It is yeah. immediately. You know, yeah. you can't be sad because you it's don't. Like, what do you, you have? have- to be sad for. What do you have to be sad for? You have everything you can want. Mm-hmm. Look at what you like living and what you yeah. drive, and it's just like, yeah. oh baby, mm-hmm. you yeah. don't know. You, you don't know. know. You just yeah. don't know. And so really, that turned into like anger, mm-hmm. you know. And so like, I'm mad. I'm cussing people out. You this, you that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's getting real. Yeah. Because now I'm I'm it's at war inside. At this way, exactly. 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 It is self defense. Yeah. I'm at war inside already, and now I'm at war with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. I, I'm going after you first yeah. because that seems easier yeah. to work with myself. It's like, yeah. what am I doing? You right. Know? It's easier to take it out on other people and to like, especially people when they like come closer to you. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you about to get all the smoke. Like, I've been waiting. Try me if you want I've to. I've been yeah. waiting. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I just, I was writing. I When I first went to college, um, my major was business management. And if that's yours... Cool. <laughs> it's a no for me. Right. <laughs> I thank God that like somebody told me to change it to English. And so when I switched it to English, um, I started to actually understand more about the craft of writing and like journalism. And I went to HBCU and so it was really small. I went to Fisk in Nashville. And my uh professors would like knock on my door. If I wouldn't come to class, Man. like they really—that's how small it was, or Absolutely. that's how in- that's, and that's how HBCU life, yeah. wow. especially you go to a small HBCU, they're so like really nurturing like that. That's oh, the one thing I really missed by not going to an HBCU because mm-hmm. I knew that they were like that. There. They are as family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's super. It's super intimate, mm-hmm. and I mean, my whole family went there too, so. It was it was that vibe. But yeah. They just would not let you fail. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it was you missed two classes. I'm at your door. What's up? Yeah. yeah. You know? And so that's when I fell in love with like literature and reading and music and, you know, all type of I would say words. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with how people express themselves mm-hmm. through words. And I wanted to be able to do that mm-hmm. because I was like, you guys seem empowered, you know, like mm-hmm. rappers and poets and and authors, you guys seem like you're strong, you yeah. know. And even if you're not strong, you put 26 letters together, yeah. and now you are. Because that's a power. That's, that's a, a yeah. superpower to exactly. be able to express yourself in that way so concisely and in a way that other people resonate. It's power. Absolutely. Yeah. And I started to get addicted to that, mm-hmm. expressing myself, you know. So I started right. Am I going too far? Did you? No, ask no, me? Girl, go. This okay. is keep going. This okay. is keep going. Okay, keep going. Um, so. Then I started to write my own book. Well, I went into um, a creative writing class because at HBCUs, um, they, inside your major, they go into like, well, this might be other colleges too, but at my school, they make you have a major and then like a minor, and then they go into like sub minors and stuff mm. like that. 
It's That's really cool. Sub minors. Right. So like to really like hoin in. Oh, yeah, like yeah. it really gives you like a exactly. a specific like a specification. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. wow. That's okay. so cool. So so I got my bachelor's in art and my major was English. Mm. But then I also went into journalism and creative writing. Oh, wow. So I was able to actually really wow. see the foundation of writing and look at all, all of that, all of that was like an umbrella. It was like umbrella mm-hmm. get more exactly. specific. More, I exactly. love that. Yeah. It was. I couldn't ask for a better college situation, um, and I know that that was God because I needed it. Where it mm-hmm. saved my life mm-hmm. for real, because I thought so many different thoughts, and yeah. I was just like, "Where are these coming from?" And so um, my creative writing instructor he gave me a task. He gave everybody a task, and he was like, "Write a story. Um, it could be fiction or it could be nonfiction, and just." When you start, let it flow and continue to let it flow. So I was like, mm, well, I've been through some shit. Let me write about me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started writing, and um, it was about a, a, a young girl who watched her mom go through some really um, trying relationships. Mm-hmm. And instead of her learning from her mom's mistakes, she created them. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that in my creative writing class. And then he was like, you have to keep going. Like, mm. I'm intrigued. He loved it. It was only two chapters that I wrote. Oh, my gosh. Wrote. And he was like, you have to keep going. I would like to see this as a book. And I was like. Oh, wow. It's crazy hearing the birth of how all. Okay. Yeah. okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even listening to it now, it's like, okay, you yeah. are a little special. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very special. Because that's awesome. Yeah, he he really I I just don't I can't believe I can't remember his name, but he pushed me to make it the book that I published. Mm-hmm. And through that, it took me a while to write that because I started bringing up it started to bring up a lot of feelings that I didn't know that I had that were suppressed. Mm-hmm. And of course the book is um the book is called Some Women Prefer Hell and it by is Modi G. by Modi G. By Modi G. Period. Love period. that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> And it is um it is embellished a lot, meaning like I, I added some to make it good, but it is stemmed from, you know, from it comes from that's your what heart. I like, love about what what do they call it? Creative nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I love I love the fact that you can it's technically still your life, but you can like weave in the details and like make it more vivid for people exactly. to really experience it. Exactly. I t- also took a creative nonfiction class and it felt like it brought me to life. Even yeah. be able to write about things that I experienced in my childhood. Yes. So therapeutic. It is yeah. right? so therapeutic. Very yeah. cathartic. Exactly. It reminded me with you talking about this when I was younger, I had um this competition at my school every year from kindergarten to eighth grade, we would do this young authors competition and I would win almost Period. every year because I was a writer. <laughs> I like Hello. Hello. I, would I would win. win. <laughs> Hello. Slight flex. Um, but my eighth grade year, that was like seventh and eighth grade. That's when I used to like really write for real, for okay. real, because it wasn't my parents controlling it. It oh, was it's me. Your own passion. Yeah. yeah. And so in eighth grade, that was when my mom passed away. Oh. And I was writing a lot about it was just so interesting. I read it recently because I found it. Okay. And I wrote it in the perspective of a boy. But I it was like the way that me and my dad's relationship wasn't the best and all of that. And it was just so interesting how it came out in that way. And I was like, wow, I was really trying to communicate yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize yeah. it then, but now that I look back at it and I know what I was going through at that time, I'm like, mm-hmm. this was me trying to 
release what was going on. And like you said, it was very embellished, but it was a lot like what I was going through, Mm -hmm. how I felt at least that that inner war that you talk about. Mm -hmm. Like that was definitely all up and through that book. Like it was that release. That must be really cool to to now as an adult with the insight and the understanding and the the words and verbiage that you have now to look back at your eighth grade self to see what you were trying to communicate and how you were trying to communicate that. Yeah. When did you write your book exactly? Um. So I started in my senior year of college. So even even with you looking back at your book, do you still like? Do you have more insight, even more? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. bet. I, I bet. definitely do. Mm-hmm. That must be a crazy experience to just read that back and be like, "Wow, look at look at how far I've even still come." Yeah, yeah but for you to be ever sorry, but for no, you to okay. be able to like speak from a perspective of a boy, like yeah. that's crazy. That's yeah. creativity. That's creativity. Hello, yeah, creativity. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I just. I don't even know what I was thinking. I think that, well, I do know. When from kindergarten to seventh grade, all of my books would follow the character Ariana, which is my middle name. Oh, cute. And okay. I didn't want it to be like me anymore. Was it kind of cool to like disassociate in yeah, a way? Yeah, like just mm-hmm. to have a new character. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted to push myself. Like I had been writing about this same character okay. all that time. Come on, so, eighth grade, Kayla. Look, I'm about to say, come, come on, book. On, I'm ready. Grade, I'm trying to find I'm it helping. and I'll show it to you all. Yes. But it was about like a boy playing basketball. It was crazy. But if you like, find it, we should release it to film the blank. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here, guys, read my eighth Look, grade. I'll, I'll even release one of my creative nonfiction yes. pieces. But, but I really just now. want you, you to release to. yours. Yeah. You have to, because now I'm looking for it. Yes. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to find it, and I'll okay. definitely bring it to you. Y'all okay. can definitely read it. We'll see if I release it for the public. Yeah. <laughs> but, release but it. Yes. Release right. it. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Where did we cut you off at? Because I felt like you were going so deep. I don't want you to stop going the direction that you were going. Oh, man. So when I graduated, it was only two chapters. And he was like, I would love to see this as a book. And I was like, a book? Like, what are you talking about? I don't mm. want to do that. He was like, no, I feel like you really should. And this was over the course of like maybe four meetings that he had to com- it took him to convince me. And I was like, okay. And I think that the reason that I didn't want to was because it was so revealing, you know? Hmm. And I was like, wow, my. Your soul. Yeah, I was just about to exactly. say, it must have felt like putting your heart yeah. just like on your sleeve, like yeah. for everybody to see. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a very naked type of feeling. And that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Naked. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. no. But. His encouragement and his like, he was like, you know, whatever you, whatever strength you mustered up to write these two chapters, hmm. you need to find it. And then he was like, I thought you was from Chicago. And I was like, oh, that's wait. a challenge. Wait, you don't you know, say that to no Chicago person. <laughs> you like, I'm about to write this book. I'm actually about I, to write a series. Right. You got me messed up because right. now, I'm, now I'm going crazy. You know? Exactly. But that's, he knew exactly what he had to do to, you know, to get it out of of me. And Mm -hmm. so when I wrote it in 2018, I was like, the response that I got from people was so impactful to me. It was healing to me. Like Mm -hmm. I went on the ride of my life dropping it. I did the Black Women's Expo. I was on the news. Like I really took it as far as I could. Yeah. How did that feel to get so much recognition for for bearing your soul for being naked in front of so many people and it's received positively and you get a lot of like you mm-hmm. know celebration around something you created it felt great 
Yeah. It felt really like me. Y'all like me? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go with it. Yeah. You know? And so I'm talking to people and like they're like, and what else did you do? And how did you feel mm-hmm. like this? Like really interested in what I had to say, really interested in like my journey, mm-hmm. you know, and it made me feel really good. It made me feel worthy because right. all those times I was sad, I felt like I wasn't worthy, like the world would go on without me. Yeah. And so in that moment, I found, and I'm going to say this, I found purpose mm-hmm. and that's dangerous. Ooh, explain. Go go deeper into that. Right? <laughs> um, so I, like I said, I went different podcasts, interviews, news, took yeah. my, I did like book tours, everything. And I wasn't specific on what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I allowed the enemy to creep in because I was distracted. You know, I guess a quick glimpse of fame had me like, oh, I got this, you know? Yeah. But I didn't guard myself spiritually. Okay. So I allowed almost anything to come in, mm. you know? I I didn't pay attention to the fact that I'm bringing up real life situations. You know, I'm actually really talking to people about their feelings and, you know, the inner thoughts of them. Mm -hmm. It became, after a while, it became more about, you know, the how many people are going to be here and how many people are going to see this and who am I going to talk to? It came Mm -hmm. more about the fame than the initial mission. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my grandma always said, God will give you exactly what you want and then throw a distraction and see if you're ready for it. Mm -hmm. And um, I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't. I got into a really, really bad relationship. And um, we were emotionally, physically, mentally abusive to each other. Mm-hmm. And so my book promotion stopped. Mm. Like right after six months, it just stopped. Mm. And I was stuck. I was captured by whatever I had allowed inside. You yeah. know, um, it. I'm back sad because I didn't really have a foundation. Mm-hmm. So once that left, exactly. Things were shaky. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I had nothing else to hold on to. So yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm back at square one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm also being torn down, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm also like not gosh, no safety anywhere. Anywhere. Man. Nowhere. Not at home. And then work became toxic. Because I came home to work in my family business. Oh, God. So, right. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. You know, and it was like they do great work. You know, I I love the family business. It is, it is, it's just not me. Yeah. And I, I, I tried to give it my all. Yeah. But I only had half when I'm going to work because I'm trying to give half at home, you know? Yeah. And by no means am I, a victim in this situation. Yeah. I definitely played my hand. You know yeah. what I mean? I definitely participated in it. And that was the beginning of my downward spiral. And like I said, I didn't have a foundation to to hold on to. So I'm hmm. just in the water. Yeah. Know? Just, just floating. Just float, not even swimming. Really floating. You're Treading water. Drowning. Yeah. 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 And it, it got it got real dark for me. I'm talking about dark, like it's sunny outside and it's dark. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm fighting real demons. Yeah. And I don't know what to do because I wasn't equipped for this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it's dangerous because 
being an author, you have authority. And I wrote in that book some things, like I said, were embellished, but I wasn't intentional that this is not the life that I want. Mm. This is the life that I created Yep. for entertainment. Yep. It's so, fictional. It's fictional. Yeah. But when I'm doing my interviews, I'm like, this character is me. You know? Ah. Like, she is me. Who Her experiences are mine. So you spoke that I, over. I absolutely mm-hmm. did. I manifested that into my life. That's how I know it's real. Mm-hmm. You know? Want me to keep coming? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, when you are an author, it gives you the type of authority that I wasn't ready for. Mm. And I manifested those things into my life. And once they came, I had no idea what to do. And so I was at rock bottom. If if there's anything lower than rock bottom, that's where I was. Mm-hmm. And I had to do something because like I said, there was it was literally no escape. I'm at home and it's miserable. I'm at work and it's miserable. Everywhere I go, it was miserable. I was losing friends left and right. And I was getting to a point where I stopped believing. In God. Mm-hmm. And I'm calling my aunts and I'm like, because my aunt would send me um, like memes where it's good morning, God loves you. And I'm, no, he don't. Ain't mm-hmm. no way, you know. Yeah. And she called my phone and she's like, I plead the blood of Jesus on you. There is no way. And she's just like, it's not a funny situation. But when she but when she's saying she's funny. Because I, I got family like that too. I'll wake up with hands on me. Like, yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> She like I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw a whole bottle of oil yeah, on you, you know, <laughs> and I'm put the phone down because I'm I'm not trying to hear none of that, yeah. and I'm not trying to hear none of that. Mm-hmm. So I, me and my ex, we decided to go our separate ways. I left my family business, mm-hmm. and you know my family was like, okay, well now you're on your own then because yeah. we created this for you, and this is not what you want. So I don't know what to tell you. And I was mean. I was angry. I was just. Just not a fun person to be around. So literally, no one wanted to be around me. How did you get to that point, though, that you were able to like... Because I think that that's something that's like really like a turning point, even with you being like bitter and angry. But the fact that you were able to muster up the strength to leave and Mm -hmm. basically say that like you were not going to stay in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like what got you... Do you remember, was there something in particular that got you to that point that you were like, this is it, I'm done with this? Absolutely. He left me. Mm. Ooh, it's crazy how God does that. It's crazy. It's like, okay, I can see. Clearly, you don't have the strength, so let me do it for you. Yeah. And that's exactly and what happened. you're going to shed because yeah. you have no choice but to. Because mm-hmm. at this point, like, you, you're, you can't, you're not moving. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't have left any other way. Yeah. I was miserable, but it yeah. was, leaving wasn't. I'm like, how we gonna make this work? Yeah, yeah. It was an attachment. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. especially as an only child, because we yearn for that. Yes, yeah, that makes it that. even harder. Like, yes. And I think it shows up even in like friendships and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I would say, especially because I like when yes. you don't have siblings, when you connect with people, you view them like you're my They're sister. family. Yeah. And you can't go nowhere. Now yeah. that's it. Please. You're, you're locked in for life. Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I definitely get that. And especially even with like, being in a toxic relationship, like it's like that wanting to see the best in the person, yeah. and you're like, "Well, I'm loyal, so I'm gonna hold it down Period. regardless." Yes, pick me. Yeah, let me show you all the reasons you should pick me. Literally, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh exactly. my god! Wow. 
Literally. <gasps> Chills, Literally. right? Right. Yeah. Jesus. It's like we all, I won't say we all had to go through it, but, but some but of us went, some of us do, because we're hard at it. I know no. I am. For, for sure. I know I, I know am. I am. I know for sure. Yeah. 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 I, there was no other way that that relationship would have severed. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was all of a sudden, and it was just like, okay, now I really have no purpose here. Mm. Like, it's really time for me to just go. Mm. And I planned the whole thing. I'm like, I'm going to clean my house, mm. you know, and I'm going to end this because mm. I can't be here anymore. Mm-hmm. I have no... There's no point. There's no point. Yeah. You yeah. know, my parents are not talking to me. Like, my closest friends, they're just away from me. And I'm a very sensitive person. So wow. that just broke me down even further. Wow. How did that feel with like like it's already hard enough to lose like friendship, romantic relationship, but like your own parents kind of not being by your side. It it seems like like you said the darkest moment of your life. Like that felt like death. Yeah. I'm like death has to feel better than this. Mm-hmm. Like they're not answering the phone for me. They're not doing the one thing that I know for sure they're going to do, which is save me in a time where I need money or I need, you know, I need help. They're Mm -hmm. like, no, Mm -hmm. you got to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, okay, so now I don't have my friends. I don't have my man. I don't got my family and God is nowhere to be found. So I'm out, you know? And the only thing that stopped me was thinking of my I do have a little brother from my my father's side and just thinking of him because we spent so much time away from each other. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I leave him, he's going to be by himself. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that God like just flashed his face through my mind because I was, I'm telling you, like it was there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a wrap. And then his face just came up and I was like, I stopped everything. That was your reason. That was, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't leave him. Like I just... I can't leave him. I don't want him to grow up like me. And this generation is different than yeah. us. And so different. There's like he, I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I still didn't know what to do though. Mm. You know, I was still like, okay, but what's next? Right. What are you going to do? You brought me here. I didn't ask to be here. I don't know why I'm here. Can't nobody tell me why I'm here. Right. If you are real, mm-hmm. where are you? Mm-hmm. You know? So I got on my knees and I said, God, or whatever your name is, if you're real, can you please guide me? Because I am failing at everything. Like, I'm sinking. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. And I remember crying myself to sleep. And I was just like, okay, well, if, you know, if this is the God that Kurt Franklin talked about in the morning, it's going to be fixed, Mm -hmm. you know? And I woke up and it wasn't fixed. Right. And I'm like, a lie. It's like, a new day. God damn it. You know, like, okay, where is he? Yeah. This is ridiculous. So- I'm still like, all right, let me figure something out. I got a phone call from a girl that used to bully me in grammar school. Oh, wow. What? Oh, what? wow. Where she come from? Right? Talking about a turn of events. <laughs> right. right? Not where she come from. Not nah, where she come from. What? Girl, what you want? <laughs> I thank God for her, though. Oh, wow. Because she literally held my hand through healing. So, wait, were you guys close? No. No. She just randomly called you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
I was losing it on Instagram too. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she saw the she, she saw, saw the she saw the, yeah. the help me. Yes, okay. she but saw how it. How crazy is that that somebody that who bullied, used to bully you bullied me decided to hold your hand through yes. that process when even your close friends were nowhere to be found. Wow, that's okay. When you put it like that, that's crazy. That's, that's nuts, crazy. right? So that's, that's God. Crazy. Yes, that's absolutely. That is God. Yeah. You use anybody. 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 And anybody. I know it's God because I wasn't reluctant to her at all. Mm. And and given our history, I should have been like, girl. Right. Like you, where you come from? Right. But he I put, was he not. He put you in that isolation for a reason. Oh, he did. He oh, yeah. He said, oh, okay, so none of this is working. So how about we just try something new? Yes. Yep. And yes. sometimes God will do that to us when we like Man. are so disobedient. Look, and I'm He's like, how child. far do you want to go? Because mm-hmm. I'll take it there with I'll you. I'll take wherever you want to go, I'll take it there with yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Until you get it. Until <laughs> like, you get it. If you buck. Right. What's up? Period. I'm a buck hard. That's what God is saying. For sure. That's I'm a buck God hard. For sure. For sure. He a gangster. He definitely is a gangster. Mm-hmm. But that's why he's a woman. But we ain't oh. going to get into that. We ain't going to get into that. <laughs> um. So then um. it kind of, looking back, it kind of went very out of this world type situation um she we went on a drive down lakeshore drive and she said i see that you're hurting mm. what are you gonna do and i said i don't know i want to move probably gonna move to atlanta that's what everybody else does mm. and she's like do you want to run or do you want to heal and i said oh damn that's that real second? that's deep that's you wanna, do run? you want to run or do you want to heal Camera right there. No, for ripping the camera. Say that one. Do you want to run or do you? Because that's what it is. Those are the only two options. Either you healing or you. Hello. I think that needs to be the name of this episode. Do you want to run or do you want to heal? Ooh, I like it. I actually like that. I do too. Wow. I was like, okay, well, I I want to heal, right? Because I don't want to feel like this no more. And um, like I said, she held my hand. She gave me a book that she didn't even read, which is The Untethered Soul. I know I told y'all about yes. that when y'all came in here. Yeah, because that book, he needs to put me on payroll. Okay. So, so many of those books. What's his books. name? Michael Singer. Jr. Michael Singer Jr., sir. Okay. <laughs> We need our girl Mariah on the Period. payroll. For real. Today. I have sold 2,334 copies of your book, boo. Call me. Talk no, shit, <laughs> But no, seriously, that book, I feel like if I didn't have to sell another book, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It is so nurturing and so simple yet complex that it prepares your mind to heal. Who introduced you to the book? The she did. She did. Yeah. She a book that she. Didn't I, I was about read. to say the bully. That's so the funny. The bully girl. <laughs> the bully girl. <laughs> so she, she introduced you to the book, and she didn't even. She read didn't it. even That's read it. Crazy part she to said me. somebody she, told her she, about it. Yes, her mom gave it to her. Her mom read it and was like, "You need to read this book." And she gave it to me, and she was like, "My mom said you should read. Like I should read this book, so I'm gonna give it to you." Oh. And I was like. Why aren't you reading it? Right. And she was like, I'll read it another time. So I read it. And I was crying by the third page of the book. Man. Oh, wow. Because I'm like, oh, you reading me. Oh, wow. Okay. What was the what was the takeaway that like the main thing that was so transformative for you in that book? Um, to not take everything personal. Hmm. Um, he introduced me to my subconscious, which allowed me to view everything. 
to realize that I am the one seeing, you know, I am the one that is in my seat of consciousness. It is not me that is having these um, angry, negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not me. I am the one that observes it. And I was the one that absorbed it, but it taught me how to observe and not absorb. Mm. And control. that right... Hmm? It's like control. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's it's a line in the book that is like, you can tell your brain to shut up. Yeah. And that was so simple. Mind over matter. Yeah. I used to tell my... I remember, I remember reading something about that when I was a kid. And ever since then, I was like, I feel like my brain is more powerful than I realize. And if yeah. I just make my mind As a kid, up for you it, said that. I can do it. That's, that's, that's so deep. That's deep. Because I don't think that... I had that I learned that lesson until you know what? I think it was the four agreements mm. that that helped me to learn mm-hmm. that lesson. Reading the four agreements and the lesson that you're talking about about like not taking things yeah. so personal mm-hmm. and being able to just mm-hmm. kind of like be heavy present. On that. Look heavy on be that. Not taking yeah. things and I try to teach this like my students that you have right to. now. Cause I just like imagine. If us as high schoolers knew that, that everything was not a personal oh attack. Oh my God, yes. Be so far different. What? Be so, so different. We were kind of narcissists in, in, in high school. Everybody, yeah, they are. I They're. thought the world, well, it wasn't, I thought the world revolved around me. It's just like everything felt so intense. Yeah. I, I really felt like my yeah. world was ending if there was something. I, I was just, just like, explaining ooh. this to my dad that. Everything felt like it was crashing. Literally, down. Mm. like my hormones. I, I think yeah, hormones the introduction of it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hormone plus just so much transition yeah. happening. Yes. So many mm-hmm. new things you're learning. It's like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and, the and then you can't thing. talk to your parents. Oh, well, you, you. Most of us don't. You don't. And you're relying on your peers who are just as dumb as you are. Exactly, exactly. they're just as crazy. Exactly. They they just just Wednesday. That, yes, that, yeah. In the beginning, she's like, whose bright idea was it to put a whole bunch of adolescents <laughs> in, in one space? Like, that's idiot. And I'm like, exactly. But for real, though. And they just feed off of each other's energy. The hormones. Everybody's yes. just angst. I, I cannot I don't miss remember that. a time in my life feeling more than what I did crazy. when I was in. I felt crazy. Yeah. And I dealt with depression in high school and I didn't know what it was. Same. And mm-hmm. I had ADHD. I was like, why am I going through these weird ass... I thought I was bipolar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't and miss that at Wow. All. And no. it's amazing that you didn't get misdiagnosed. I didn't go to people- get that. Di- because I was raised by a religious person. It was like, God will fix all of it. Yeah, yeah. pray about it. Pray about it. Yeah, depression was that. Counselor who? What you mean you sad? Right. You know, what sad about what? what? Pray to God. What? He'll fix it. If, if you had God in your life, you wouldn't be sad. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's like, whoa. What does that mean? What is that? Like, like God didn't give us a loaded, you know? Like God didn't give us the people around, the support that we need right. to assist us through this stuff. Exactly. And yeah. how, like, how do you pray? How do you talk to him? How do you address him? Like, I remember one time they was like, and if you don't say in Jesus' name, it's not getting to him. Oh my God. So all the prayers that I didn't say in Jesus' name, he didn't hear? Mm. It's the technique. It was all about the rules. The te- yes, That's how you know it's like religion or spirituality. Yes. Mm-hmm. They say it's like those are the the huge differences is that religion focuses on the rules of it and the ridiculous. That's the spirituality reason why, is the relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why I always find so much more connection with God through journaling mm-hmm. because God told me that writing is my superpower. Yes. So. If I don't sound like other people when I pray aloud, 
I feel like I get so much anxiety around the the prayers out loud mm. because of the fact that there's such a way to do it. Like growing up Same. religious, you hear people praying a certain way and you yeah. feel like that's how you have to pray yeah. in yeah. order for God to receive what you have to say. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to write it down. That's why and I God used to hate hear when they used to do stuff <laughs> like that and what? make people pray out loud. Mm. I, did I tell you about that? I remember um, I was at one of those teen conference things and they made everyone separate into groups. It was like three of us and uh, there were <laughs> there were two people there who were avid in the church. They, they were very um, very vocal. They, they would do things like pray out loud and stuff. And so they were like, all right, everybody pray out loud over each other. And immediately I just froze. And I was like, I'm sorry. Mm. Like, I promise I'm a Christian. Like, and I just got super self-conscious about it. That's not right. It's yeah. not. That's that's why a lot of people are church hurt. I'm Man, church hurt. I'm not that, that's I'm a whole. Healing. That could be a whole episode. I'm still healing. Itself. And I grew Absolutely. up in my church. That was the only church that I've really been to, and I'm still church hurt and still healing. Yeah, and that's it's been like five years. Yeah, that's Man. not right. That's not right because once you get a relationship with God, you realize He doesn't need. He doesn't want all of that. Mm. He just wants you to give him all his the politics time. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's and then show community. up as yourself, Absolutely. and it looks different for different people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. your relationship with unique. God. Yeah, it's gonna, and he's gonna receive it the way that you show up because of the fact that he knows who you are mm-hmm. and how you connect with him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this textbook way that everybody does it. Mm-hmm. And But that's something, it takes so much time to like powerfully walk into that yeah. because of the fact that there's so many people telling you that yes. it has to be this way. Absolutely. If you yeah. have a relationship with God, this is the way that this it has to This is the only way work. that it'll work. Yep. Yeah. Everybody think they're right. Mm-hmm. That's Everybody always my thing when I think it. about just religion in general. It's like everyone thinks they're so right about their religion. It's like, okay, all of y'all? Yeah. All of y'all? Yeah. Everybody right. Everybody? And I guess my thing is you can be right, but you, don't push that but on don't me. But don't push that on Hello. me. Hello. <laughs> Come on. That's Hello. it right there. You know, like. Hello. I, res- I respect everybody by all means. Like, I'm going to believe what I believe in. But I mean, you by all means, live yeah. your life the way that you want to live. It's not my life. To, it's yours. And people yeah. get to, you believe that? Yeah. That's why, uh, yeah. Right. Not everyone walks the same. Not all of us have the same skin. Not all oh, of man. us have the, come on. And what works for you might not work for me. Exactly. That's why I just believe, like, to me, the main message that I get about God and about the way that we interact with other people is just love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. And compassion. And just compassion. Like, and time. Yeah, and, and I think that a lot of people focus so much on the little technicalities that it takes the love, the empathy, it takes it out, the like humanity. it rips it out. But I think that that's the goal of society. Period. To take the love, the soul, the feeling, the emotion, the human side mm-hmm. of it out to mm-hmm. to automate it to ro- make it robotic. You know? Yeah. Oh, I, mm-hmm. okay. Because of you, because of you, I started reading all about love. Yes, and so I, I'm I'm only on like the third chapter, but okay. nonetheless, I am like she's she's diving into like just the socializing of yes. of how people see love mm-hmm. and how people view it mm-hmm. and feel it and yes. what it really is. Oh um, yes, it's, Auntie Bell gonna get you together. Yep. she be speaking facts. <laughs> yes. I said, okay, sis, speak. Yes. Yep. speak. she's gonna get you together in a mothering, you know, nurturing way. But it's the and you better, yeah. Like, you know, it is, it is very much so. <laughs> and you better tone in mm-hmm. her in her writing, which is really cool. Yes, yes. but that that kind of brings me to like the idea of just healing through literature. Like the untethered soul did that for you. Is yeah. there any other 
book. That, oh, absolutely. That like, did that. That whole, the pandemic, that's what I did. I was reading. I was- Come on, using the pandemic intentionally. And I, and I absolutely did. And, and, so that's where you found yourself. You were. It was the mm-hmm. pandemic when yeah. you were in that space where yeah. you were trying mm-hmm. to find yourself again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, it was right then. So those years, I literally was in the house by myself. Mm-hmm. And wow. so I went from- Feeling like I spoke in the beginning, feeling like being alone was isolation to feeling like being alone was solitude. So, oh, I love that. And that, I love that. that moment that I felt that. Like it's I power. I got chills right now remembering the feeling because it made me feel like, all right, now you can do this. Yeah. Now you can figure out what's next. Yes. Wow. You just needed to cancel all the outside noise. Yeah. Yes. And just focus on you. Yes. Just exactly. You. As uncomfortable yourself. that shedding is, it needed oh, to happen. Yeah. And that's the part that is the uncomfortable it's part. It's the pruning. That's the part right. that we kind of like stray away from because oh, yeah. it's so deep and it's so dark. You yeah. know, and it's just like, can I handle this? I, I don't yeah. think that I can. But with with the strength and then well, with the strength that I received from him after I asked him. He kept sending me different things. He kept sending me different books. And like I said, I went to HBCU and we had a class on bell hooks. So mm-hmm. I read all about love. But when I read it the second time, I read all about love after the untethered soul. You had them eyes open. Yeah, it was, different. Eyes. It was different. It was different. It was different. Then. It was different. I'm whoa. Yeah. Like this is not the same book that I read. Yeah. Because I remember I was just reading so that I can get like past the test it. or yeah. you know, like get through it. It didn't, it hit way differently, and I was in my grandma's tra- childhood after reading that book, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out. Well, because, you know, when um, we are in our mother's womb, when our mother is in our grandmother. Come on. That, yeah. Exactly. So all, all of that, that trauma. trauma yeah. Come it, on. It lingers yes, over. Exactly. And you're going through things that you like, how did, I didn't even do anything to get this karma, but really it don't it's have to do with you. It's yeah. generational. Curses, and yeah. until somebody exactly. breaks the chain. Exactly. It's exactly. going to continue. It's, it's like, why continue. we got to be the strong ones? Man. You know, like that, I don't know who said it, but he was like, uh, yeah, hello, uh, God, I'm just trying to make sure that I am not on the, the strongest, strongest soldier because I do not want to sign up. Hello? Like, like, please, recruit somebody else. Please sad. get somebody it's else to do it. I can't do it. Not me. Not me. Yeah. Man. And so- I read all about love. Then I read the four agreements. Mm-hmm. And then these I, are all great. All Just, great, yeah. right? Then I watched Life of Pi. So I haven't movie. seen it. You That's have to movie. watch that movie. Okay. It's a it's a deep movie. It's very deep. It's and a very deep movie. It's it's to sum it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a guy, he loses his family, and then he is stranded in the middle of the ocean by himself with a whole bunch of animals, and one of them is a tiger. Mm-hmm. And so the tiger obviously eats all of the other animals. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he's just left with pie and the tiger. Okay. And the uh, the man had to like show his dominance mm-hmm. to the tiger. Like, you need me yeah. in order to survive. So we got to work together. Mm-hmm. And so it's about them going through the ocean together. Wow. And how, you know, they... They needed each other to live. Obviously, Pi needed security, and then the tiger needed food. Mm. So they combined together, and just to watch that strength from him, and also the kind of the uh, to watch the tiger acquiesce and realize, like, okay, I need you. Mm-hmm. It was just so empowering because I'm not to minimize my problems, but to see his and see how he got through it and to be able to talk about it. I was like, okay, I need to put on my big girl pants and get this together. Tame your life. Exactly. Man. Tame your life. Exactly. That's, good. That's it. Right there. Come on. 
That's wow. exactly what That's I, I said. Yes. This is a deep ass movie. Yeah. That damn. is deep. Because you can say that line is anything. Your ego. Yeah. Man, your trauma. That's good. Especially yeah. your ego, because your ego will get in the way of you healing from your trauma. Absolutely. Tame your line. For uh, sure. Tame, yes. You know what it makes me think about? And this is so funny because this is just such a me thing that I'm about <laughs> to say. But I just think about like Disney movies. <laughs> that is a, such a Kayla conversation. It, but okay. but no, those movies are so deep. They have to make it cartoon. Moana? Moana? Sorry, that will always Pocahontas? be my, uh, Poca- Oh, Pocahontas. That, Pocahontas? I took I that literally. <laughs> that's a new one. But Encanto is so deep that yes. this girl did not get a door. And the rest of her family was deemed special. And mm. she was outcasted. And come to find out, she was the key. All along. To everybody. Her, her quote unquote, ununiqueness was the uniqueness. Hello. Period. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> I love wow. being able to None find like healing yes. through look Disney movies. <laughs> but but it's you know what I someone said this to me and it resonated with me and I'll forever live like this. God gives the earth um literature or like a movie or like a TV show when we need to see it. Mm-hmm. And whomever it's for will understand it on the level that they're supposed to. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't Asia, Asia is more of the, oh my God, it's a sign kind of person. But Asia's mm-hmm. starting to rub off on me and I'm starting to see the small coincidences mm-hmm. in life. And I'm like, yes, all that you gotta do is open your eyes. That's Pocahontas. That's yep. what, that's what like the moral of that. Open yeah. your eyes because everything around you makes it, like, it all works in conjunction. Timely yep. coincidence? Man. I think not. That's exactly what it's doing. Yes. Yeah. And so just seeing those people muster up the strength to keep going mm-hmm. gave me strength. Yeah. It was just like, all right, let me let me let me do this. Let me do this. And like I said, I was by myself. I didn't have any any help from nobody. And um I had stopped promoting my book, stopped doing interviews, stopped doing all type of stuff. And then out of nowhere, my manager called me and was like, hey, this college wants you to come and speak. And I was like, college, okay, cool, I'll go. I was yeah. going to do it just because. Right. You know? And then it it got me back. Look at that. It got at, the, me at the right time. Right too. at the right time. Because exactly. God said that you were ready. Like, okay. He saw the work that you did, the preparation, and knew that you were more in alignment with the purpose that you were talking about this dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous when you're not in check. Yes, so very, you'll be kept in that dark space mm-hmm. until you are in check enough yes. to be able to receive because of the fact that it is wow. dangerous. That like, is dangerous. Purpose, purpose with come, no discipline. Yes, because purpose comes with so it, it can come with power, especially if you're in a space where you're visible. Yeah, and so you have to be so careful about the way that you're making yourself visible, yeah. the the image that you're creating for other people to receive, you know? And then also for you being an author, what words are you going to speak over your life? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. He had to humble me first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I was definitely entitled and and, and not taking it as serious as I should have. Yeah. And he was like, you got my people in your hands. So I'm going to need you to Kind of sit back and really think about this because mm-hmm. I'm giving this to you. This is yours. This is what I need you here for. This is your gift. Now multiply yeah. it. Now multiply Because purpose exactly. always comes attached to other people. Exactly. It's never That's about you. That's so true. No. It's never about you. No. 
No. And and before, like I said, I was just like, I feel like I have no purpose here. Like, it's not about me. But now I feel like it's not about me, but I feel like I have purpose. Yep. Like, I know it's not about me. But it's I, fulfilling. It is fulfilling. Yeah. Because I know that, I feel like everybody has gifts. Mm. But I feel like what I have, my message, and what I say, can't nobody say it like me. Mm-hmm. And I got to be here and I have to be present and mm-hmm. I have to be in check enough to deliver it because I got people connected to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't. I, I got to keep going you and I got to listen. I can't you really stop. Can't, your life is not your own. No, your experience man. is not your own. Exactly. The vessel. And if I stop, then somebody else is going to stop. Yeah. And now it's a trickle down effect and I can't be a part of that. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I just, wow. You got to keep, keep, just keep swimming. Just keep just swimming. Keep swimming. Just Finding Nemo. Exactly. <laughs> Look at what's going Yes. Exactly. That's crazy. So oh how, did, how did we get here? Like soulful. Like you went to go, you did the, you went back to mm-hmm. like speaking. Mm-hmm. And then from there, what birthed soulful? Well, I was speaking and it was virtual. Okay. And yes, I was getting I was getting paid. You know, I could have just done virtual for the rest of my life and mm-hmm. been like, okay, I'm I'm good. But the connection wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was speaking before, I would sit two hours after and talk to people, and people would like bear their souls to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't do that over a computer. Yeah. Like I can't sit and talk to you, and I can't feel your energy. Yeah. Over a computer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to get around some people. You know, I've I've been by myself for a while. I need to get around some people, but what am I going to do? You know, like what? Okay, I could write another book, and but it's COVID, so everything is shut down, you know? So what am I going to do? But it's about, I'm like, COVID is about to be over with, or the restrictions are about to loosen up. Mm -hmm. So what can I do? Mm -hmm. And I gave it to God, because now I got this foundation. Now Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. You're in control. Mm. What do you want God, me to do? What you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know. So I said, I'm gonna give it to you, and I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it go. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure of the time period, but he dropped this on me, mm-hmm. and I didn't know the name for it, but I knew the vibe that I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew that I wanted to kind of create the safe space that I created in my home. With the books that I create, mm-hmm. you know, with the books that I was given, with the movies that I was given, with the, the other things that I was given. I wanted to create that for other people. Mm-hmm. And I shared it with my mom because over this time, now I'm easing back into my friendships. I'm easing back into my my parents. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, now we're, we're getting back. And so I mentioned it to her and she's like, wow, that is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. like that is oh, going that must to have been change lives. To get that affirmation. Man. Yes. Because my mom is always like, I don't care which way the moon is facing, if it's facing east or west. She's not really like that type. And me, yeah. I'm a cancer and I feel like man, 100% sure that whenever the moon is full, half or not there, mm-hmm. it, it's like this with my feelings. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh no. So when I told her the vibe that I wanted, she was like, let's do it. And she supported me 100%. Wow. Okay. And so, thanks, mom. Right? <laughs> she was like, because I, I guess she saw the passion, and of course, God probably was talking to her on her heart. You know, she yeah. was like, "This is this is what we need." Yeah. You know? So when I came in here, if you come to my house, it's not as vibrant as this at all. So me doing this, it was so shocking to me because I had never done anything like mm-hmm. it before. Like the yeah. decor, the vibe, never done anything. Oh, this was you. 
All the decor? All Absolutely. Did that. <laughs> Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Not us being twins. <laughs> that was too cute. I hope y'all like. It's because we spent that too much time together. Now we're we in person at this Gotta point. be. <laughs> Gotta be. I love that. Wow. But he, he like, this is what I want you to do. I came in, my architect was like, what do you want here? And I knew it immediately. I'm like this, I want this like this, I want this like this, I want that like that. And then I started like putting flowers. If you go out there, you see that flower wall. I started like gluing flowers, burnt my hand up. Oh my god! But it felt, I'm like, yes. You know, this I'm going home. Like, this is it. Yes. It's coming <laughs> you know? to light. Right, exactly. And, and, and right before I opened, there was a pastor that came in here and he like prayed over it. Mm. And he was just like, this is going to change lives. Wow. Man. And... I just hope you're ready for it. Wow. And I was just like get ready, get ready, get ready. That's what I'm that's what I'm here for. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And look, look, look at where we are. And we here. Yeah. Yes. And look at where we are. <laughs> so explain for the people who don't know, like, what would you consider soulful? Like, cause I wanted you to give you I wanted to give you the space to okay. introduce it and okay. share what <laughs> it is. Thank you. Um I feel like the greatest threat to society is the war in our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we are under attack. I think that the more options that we're given, the further away we get to um, our spiritual connection and how to really isolate our thoughts to figure out what they're about. We really don't know our emotions because we're not taught that. Mm-hmm. We are taught how to live in society. Mm-hmm. We're not taught how to be human. We're, yeah. we're taught to be socialized. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. But we're spiritual beings having a human experience and no one tells us how to be human. Mm-hmm. So Soulful is an emotional intelligence book lounge. And what that means is that um, we focus on spiritual, personal, emotional, and physical growth mm. in all areas. Mm. I feel as though our... Black black people, period, are so disconnected from each other because we're disconnected from self and source. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily know what that looks like because church tells you it's this way mm-hmm. or your people tell you it's this way mm-hmm. or you see it's this way. And then you start to praise material things. And, and so the real reason that we're here kind of gets ignored. Yeah. So I wanted to create a space where we can come and really figure out why are we here? Otherwise, what does this mean? Right. What is all of the glitz and glamour? What is the cars? What is the what is it for if you can't take it with you? Mm-hmm. What are you here for? Mm-hmm. So I wanted this space to be where you find you. Because we go through like life, that. we get older, and we're expected to know who we are. I like that. But we don't, you know, when yeah. we get to a certain age, I'm just now figuring out who I am. Yeah. Like Lauren oh Hill God, said yeah. that. She mm-hmm. was like, I had to reintroduce myself to yes. my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't know I didn't know me, so there's no way you knew me. Yes. And that's why this space is here. Because yeah. I want people to be able to talk to other people and say, I really don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that person give that other person grace and be like, well, this is what I did. Mm-hmm. This is the path that I took. Maybe you can do that. Mm-hmm. Or these are the events that helped me, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, therapy is, 
I think therapy is great for those it works for, mm-hmm. yeah. but it didn't work for me. Yeah, and it doesn't work. For it doesn't everybody. work. Even for still, everybody. I feel like therapy therapy is extremely useful. It can be useful, but sometimes I feel like it's a band aid when you because therapy is only once every so and so. Absolutely. What are you doing outside of that? Absolutely. And I feel like you have created a space for people to get gain those tools to set that foundation that you were talking about that you didn't have. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if your mind isn't, if you don't have a foundational <laughs> within yourself a good foundation of self yes yeah. yes you'll just be flying all over the place exactly. i know and that's I the thing like when it comes to therapy too like a lot of people go and then they want to rely on it yeah is their, their only source that's and with can't me be the only it's, it's not and even with me in school to be a counselor mm-hmm. i tell people all the time your your relationship with therapy should not be indefinite. Yeah. yeah, it should be something that you experience, that you gain tools from, absolutely, and then you utilize. Absolutely, them. it's a resource. Absolutely. It's not the end all be all. It yeah. is not what you do to find yourself yes. fully and wholly. Like it's a start. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. I think that it gives you a lot of access to figuring out things about yeah. that you might not have considered. You might get questioned in ways that you haven't questioned things before. Yes. But it's definitely not the the source of no, it all. I agree. No. You you have to what you just said was I love that mm-hmm. because I agree. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But you you have to you know how they say it takes a village to raise a child? Mm-hmm. It takes a village to raise a person. I agree. I, that's why I keep calling you guys, I found my village. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Because yeah. I'm an adult, but I'm still being raised. I'm raising we myself. All we are, are you going to be raised until you get out of <laughs> exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's you should, And you shouldn't stop. You should not stop. You should, you should be constantly, constantly involved. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Constantly but you, you got to create a... And and I'm learning this as I go along. I hate to sound like, oh, I know. I don't, I'm not that person. I am learning this as I go. You yeah. have to create a healing circle, yeah. which can include therapy. It can include your friends. It can include a safe space. For me, it includes weed, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because hello. it, okay? <laughs> Shit, hello. <laughs> Period, hello. though. And it's, and it's so like, you know, you shouldn't do that. It's so frowned upon. But the thing for me is that life is hard. Life is hard. Life Sometimes life you need is. a release. You need a release. <laughs> you know what I'm A relief. Yeah. And you need, like, I don't escape. I I make sure that every time I'm rolling up, I'm setting intentions. I agree. This is so that I can handle my day. You're not dependent on it. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely why I don't not. understand. I Because I recently posted a TikTok, because I've been very wary about letting anyone know that I'm a smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I posted something recently when I had a blunt in my hand. Mm-hmm. And everyone... Someone was like, is it weird that I'm just so disappointed that I found out she's smoking? I'm like, okay, but all of that praise and that affirmation you were giving me before, I'm still the same person. And this is what and helped me. you were smoking me. then. That's this is what when helped was a, me. When exactly. there was affirming. Even before so, y'all didn't know, right. I was smoking. Right. But it's because of what society has created around it. Yeah. yeah. They you have know, made it such a negative thing. And especially absolutely. with it being illegal and now being legalized, people are still so... Yeah. On the fence, but it's just like, yeah, there's nothing to be on the fence about because it's not your business. I, if you don't want to smoke, they don't, don't do it. Don't my do anxiety it. Yeah. is 
yes. so much yes. more manageable. Yes, I'm Even sure. when it comes down, because I'm a petite woman just like you mm-hmm. are, and I mm-hmm. really struggled with my appetite before. Yeah. I'm finally over 100 pounds. And oh. the only way, the way that I've been able to maintain <laughs> is I sometimes stimulate my appetite with weed. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm, I should. don't overindulge. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be ashamed of that. You should no. not be ashamed I of mean, that. I mean, shoot, it is what it, it is. is. It is what, what it is. It is. <laughs> and you know what? You're... And I think that that's what people have to understand, that it doesn't alter your personality. Exactly. But that's what people think, though. You know, I'm and not so we unmotivated. have to change the stigma. Right. I'm not lazy. No, exactly. Exactly. I'm not. You like, don't get violent. I don't get violent. Right. right. I'm functional. Yes. I'm more than functional. Exactly. I'm thriving. Exactly. Thriving. So what exactly. What exactly. What's the Tell issue? You. They, don't, they don't really, you know what? And I don't knock anybody because I understand why they feel that way. But that's why we have to continue to educate because yeah. why why we do it yeah. is simply because it aids in mm-hmm. everyday life. I agree. I am not saying, oh, I'm about to get dumb high so right. that I can escape this. I'm and not I doing think that's it. the thing. Escaping. People think immediately they um, connected to overindulgence yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't understand that it can look different for I different agree. people, you know. I will say I think culture does kind of push this 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 thing of over when it comes to anything yeah. alcohol or yeah. weed or anything because mm-hmm. I remember in college when I first started smoking and I hated it mm-hmm. but I realized because I was around people who were also overindulging over the, yeah. and so I thought that that's how you were supposed to smoke yeah. like, and it wasn't and, that, and I was like <laughs> why would anyone want to be stuck like this I feel mm-hmm. stupid but then I, in my adult years I learned how it would aid me yes. and I and so then I started to learn like in titrations like yes. how this can actually assist my life and yes. how to properly use it mm-hmm. Absolutely. You got to educate yourself. Hey, you got to educate your, and that's whatever anything. Yeah. The more you know. The more, <laughs> boom. Well, you got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, that's so good. Man. I think that we, look, we talked for a long time. <laughs> this was like, we this did. was so good. I and did. I feel like, like we said, when we took a little break, you're going to be a recurring guest. Of I course. Just, I feel it. I love yeah. it. For sure. Because we, I mean, we still have other stuff to talk about. Even just yeah. you, just simply with the business and being a black woman. Oh, man. You know, yeah. with a full business. That's, I mean, that's amazing. You know mm-hmm. what? I do want to say this before we go. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have really um, built your brand up to what it is. And I'm so proud of y'all. Oh, and you. it means a lot to me that you would trust me and my vision with your vision. Mm. I'm a creative, so I understand how scary that is. Mm. You know, you've built up who you are and you have these people that rely on you to bring good content. And I don't take it lightly. I appreciate the both of you. And I think that together, the mission is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, your your podcast feel in the blank, like, that is crazy. Yeah. The blank of life, you know, like Man. you have to feel. Mm-hmm. That is just so the world needs it. And I'm just grateful to be a part of it. We're grateful Thank to you. have found you and to be able to connect over us being creatives yes. and the mission mm-hmm. that even though we have two different things that we're doing, yeah. they are so aligned yes. in what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that it, it's just... I can't say enough, like very God ordained, like ever since we've started this podcast, everything just feels like alignment. I mean, everything, everybody, all, everybody, your whole crew has great spirits. 
Like I follow all of y'all on Instagram, yes. and I just love everybody. I'm like, yes. they living their life. Yep. <laughs> they get to it. You know, they doing business. I just love to see women thriving and black yes. women. Th- I just, I just, I love, love it. it. Love it yeah. so much. Oh, I thought of one thing. One more thing I wanted to share. Yeah. This was something that I thought about after the fact of like. Why, like another confirmation, like receiving confirmation that things are in alignment. Mm-hmm. So back during the pandemic, mm-hmm. I was doing a thing on my social media mm-hmm. that has like, are, the names are like in that I would call it successful, how yours is so oh, full. Yeah. It oh, would be successful mm-hmm. Sundays. Mm-hmm. And I would share like my little mini wins of mm-hmm. things that I was doing to like share like my little success stories. Mm-hmm. And so it clicked one day. I was like, oh my gosh, like we both used instead of the F-U-L, the F-U-L-L, being yes. intentional about the wording Absolutely. of being full. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that was just another confirmation mm-hmm. that all of this is like, definitely aligned oh for sure yeah yeah, yeah. we're we, we're soldiers of god for yes. sure we gotta Beautiful. just keep doing it yes ayana do you want to do some affirmations we didn't do it last time oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't tell me i ain't come prepared you might have some look well she class. said one she said tame your lion what did she shoot yes <laughs> okay y'all ready yes mm-hmm. I will. I will. Tame my lion. Tame my lion. I will. I will. Be intentional in healing. Be intentional in healing. Growth. Growth. I need another one. What else? An evolution. Oh, an evolution. I got one that came from what you said. Come on. I will heal and not run. Yes. Mm, I will will heal heal and and not not run. run. Yes. Oh, can I do one? Yes. Yes. Of course. I'm going to be me no matter what. Hey, I'm going to be me no, no matter what. Because that's on period. period. Okay. Period. Look, I don't know what else to be. All right. Period. All right, y'all. Okay. Well, that was a great episode. It was so good. That just, it felt so good. Yes. Like, really good episode. I hope that y'all could feel this energy mm-hmm. through listening and watching. Um, you can follow us on, we on TikTok, y'all. People finding us Ooh. on TikTok. <laughs> so you can follow us on TikTok at fill in the blank uh, pod. Uh-huh. Yeah, fill in the blank <laughs> pod. Um, on Instagram at fill in the blank underscore. You can follow me at as told by dot Kayla. Me at Ayana dot Amore. Me at it's just Modi. Yes. M-O-D-I. Okay. And soulful. <laughs> Oh, Soulful Chicago. Full with two L's. Yes. 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 Y'all, please come check out Soulful Chicago. Yeah. And if you're in Chicago, you- this is one of the mo- like the best places Agreed. I've been in the city. And I grew up yes. in Chicago, Chicago native. It is just a vibe. If Overall. you're interested in like wellness and healing, there's more than just this being a book lounge. Yes. There's classes. There's mm-hmm. healing workshops. There's, yes. there's events. Um, so please just check it out. And there's good food. Yes. Come on, and let's bro. not forget. Yes, that. we got Auntie back there making sandwiches. Thank you. <laughs> is making the best sandwiches in the Chicago land. Okay, period. Okay. Period. So please come and check Sofa out, and yes. thank you all so much once again for tuning in to fill in the blank, and we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.